Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. All right. Welcome back to Reasonable Wrestling. This is Chris the Most High. Um, and we are currently high me and my tag team partner ct yes yes it is currently 11 50 p.m on this friday evening this paying your rent friday (laughs) evening (laughs) Uh, man the first has come man yes uh, so we after paying the man uh we decided to just come talk some wrestling uh so uh, we're a little bit of buzz right now um yep. had a shot of tequila smoking a joint same time drinking champagne <laughs> on the airplane <laughs> Shit. uh so hopefully we can have some logical conversations about wrestling right. this is reasonable wrestling by the way yeah. uh you can find us on youtube you can find us on soundcloud please go ahead and click and subscribe uh give us a listen uh, we, we, obviously we got, we got a Twitter too, right? We do have a Twitter. Follow yeah. us at RW Podcast One. Nice. Uh, check the logo out. It's a pending. <laughs> yeah, pending, pending. It's, it's a pending it's a panda. Panda. It's a pending panda. It's a pending panda. Yeah, it's a pen- that's what we're gonna call it from now. The pending panda. We're gonna switch that logo. Uh, it's not gonna be permanent. So uh, anyway, unless y'all like it, we'll keep it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get into um, let's get into our our review of the week. Um, and like I said in our first episode, if you're new to it, in our review of the week, we don't just go through segment by segment. We'll just go ahead and hit our high spots what we remembered uh usually it'll probably be an in-ring segment so for me um i'm gonna start off and give my high spot and it was the six-man tag uh between new day uh the bar and the miz that was a good match oh man match at night to me those guys like really can work all six and the Miz I know I know we're gonna bump you for Bray Wyatt and our um character spotlight um but we're gonna get to you we're yeah, gonna get to, to you Miz. for he's sure he's been the, on a roll man. lately like yeah. I'm like I'm telling you like the Miz since like since the Seth Rollins uh feud I'm looking forward to his matches now like I I wasn't a guy who looked forward to his matches as much I think I just see him hitting another level when it comes to his matches beat for beat, the storytelling, and not that he didn't do it back with Dolph Ziggler too, but I kind of chalked that up to like that being more mostly Dolph, but he's been great. I mean, some people could say that was Seth, but I even go back to, honestly, man, Miz, Miz impressed me when, okay, I know he can talk on the mic, but when he worked with Dean, and when he worked with, I mean, Miz, we we're gonna get to you. Yeah, even during during that Dean feud, I thought 
that the promos were hitting on high spots. So I loved his promo so much. But his in-ring work was good. But I didn't think that it was spectacular. Right now, I'm seeing him on that level. Then you add him to, like, Cesaro and Shane. Wait, was it Cesaro and Sheamus and New Day? Yeah. Cesaro yeah. Sheamus and New Day. And they're going to go. Yo, they're all hungry. You can spe- tell. Yo, speaking of, oh, man, the New Day, every time that we think that their chemistry is just fantastic. Yeah. Phenomenal. It's fantastic. It's it, they're, they're having fun no, every time. It's, it's amazing genuine. to see. Like, yeah. yeah, it's dope to see. It's, it's really dope to see <clears throat> the homies in front of the camera sustaining it for so long. Uh-huh. And just, yeah, shout out to New Day. And they shout put out. A, their workers. Xavier Woods looks fantastic, uh-huh. man. He's, yeah, he's been he's been shining. Shape. Yes, he's in great shape since the that Usos run with them was a was amazing. And Xavier did some things in that feud that I was like, wow, man, they're really he's really shining in the ring. And uh, then you see them on the mic; they're always funny, they're always charismatic, they're they're the packs in themselves. So and it seems like they all they they stay hungry; they don't ever settle. And I think Sheamus, Miz, Cesaro, New Day. All six of those guys are not guys who say, hey, I'm going to take it off tonight. Hey, I'm just going to just go out there and just chill. They go out there every time to put on a show, and they're they're not taking no for an answer. You know, they're not like... Yeah, I've been to a few live events where um, where they evolve work, and they, they're they out there to entertain. They're out there to... To pretty much, and especially when they're when the lights are on, when yeah. it's a, when the when the TV's on, and when it's a pay per view, if they get if they got time, yeah, they're you know what when I mean. They get time, they shine. Yeah, all those and guys, all yeah. those. That's I'm why, always impressed yeah. with those guys' matches. That's why I can't wait to see Daniel and Miz whenever their spotlight mm-hmm. is spot. Speaking of your high spot, I know. Well, wait before you get to my spot, high spot. I just want to shout out to Kofi that leap oh, off the post yo. was. Crazy. Yo, how long Kofi been doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, has it been like fifteen yo, years? Yo, it's crazy. He's he's OG Kofi. Yo, and he's still Kofi's doing crazy OG. antics constantly. And you guys just give him a shout out. Yeah, show, oh, show him some and, love. And, and before I, I, I won't mention the breakup of the new day because he has uh, so much charisma and potential. But the bar, I don't know when or if they're gonna break up, but. Damn, they're good as a tag team. Yeah, the bar. Oh my they, goodness! They, they have like, a certain type of like, oh, like you, you said to me once that Sheamus has that charisma, but that's necessarily the people don't like his in ring some stuff so, so much, you know, all the time. But then Cesaro has that down pat, and people don't know if he has the charisma. So they meld together and they rub off on each other. I remember you telling me that before. And I didn't think about it like that, like that before. It's really true. Seamus had like his YouTube page of like his workout stuff and like you know, regiment. Like Seamus has a lot of like man, lot of charisma, lot of charisma. He can talk if they give him something. You know if they allow him to to talk. And I think Cesaro rubs off on Seamus in a good way because. Cesaro's so beloved. Like, yeah. people really do appreciate his work. People really yeah. do appreciate his artistry in between the ropes. So Where you get the Cesaro section. You man. get the Cesaro <laughs> section when he's getting damn near five-star matches out of Roman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the crowd is... That Intercontinental Championship match with him and Roman was fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. man. Like, 
yeah, shout out to all six of those guys. That was my high spot. I really enjoyed watching that match. Okay, okay. Now I'll get to my high spot. Uh, yeah, my high spot was also on SmackDown, though. So I'm going to say it was the Daniel Bryan, Cass, uh, Samoa Joe Six. I'm triple threat, my bad. That, that to me, um, first of all, I want to just praise the, the, the program in itself because when they woke, when he, when Joe comes out, he just comes out, you know, tough guy, and he's on fire too right now. He's probably my favorite guy on screen right now. So he comes out there and he just gets the ladder, puts it in the ring, climbs up, and just takes the briefcase. He's like, and you see people cut promos in the ring all the time. Nobody has the, the balls and the audacity to just get the ladder and say, fuck it, I'm going to show you what's going to happen. You know, at the pair of you, and small Joe, Joe's that guy. But he's talking his big and bad shit. And then you have, um, you know, he's the heel. And then you have Daniel Bryan come out. And what makes it such a good promo to me is that Daniel Bryan and him um, are both tough in that promo. The heel is tough and the face is tough. And they're not like, oh, one's going to back out and say, you know what, I'll, talk, I'll fight you later. They both were like, all right, let's go right now. You know, they, we have a match schedule. Fuck it, let's do it right now. They're about to brawl because they really have heat with each other, you know? And then you have, you know, because we said last week, I was excited to see this match happen. You were excited to see this match happen. Then you have Big Cass come out. Nah. And you get the heat on him because you're like, holy shit, no, no, no. Please don't make this happen. Yo, they, <laughs> yo if getting heat on Cass is what they want, then getting the heat on Cass is what they got. Yeah, yeah. Because it was some flame on him, man. It was, it was, yeah, no one fucking wants to see Cass. Um, and even when he said he's, he's uh, medically cleared and everything, I got, I had a sigh because I'm like, oh my God, now you guys get a triple threat. I don't want Big Cass to ruin this dream match. You know, I wanted to see what they're going to do with Samoa and Danny. I really want to see it. Uh, genuinely, it's like very rare when I want to see a match they advertise, and I'm like so excited to see. So he, then him being added, I was like, oh, I was kind of down on the match going into it. But after all, came, everything happened. Big uh, Cass put in work, and I think that they all three uh, shined. Big Cass didn't hinder the match. It was uh, it was at a pretty cool pace, and I didn't think uh, he was, was serviceable. Bad. Yeah, he was serviceable. There you go. It wasn't like he made the match better, but uh, than it could be. But it wasn't bad as I thought it was gonna be. He so, was definitely uh, serviceable. Small Joe won, as I thought he would. Uh, and I can't wait to see him in Money in the Bank. I know we don't do low spots. Yeah. I know we don't do low spots, but oh my God. Okay. Okay. So we go into this. Let, let's just say, first of all, last week, you know how I said I was worried about NXT being the best produced every single week because they produce things so well. Well, my worst produce this week has got to be how they ch- chose to produce this Shayna Baszler-Dakota Kai match. Now, it's nothing to do with the ladies. They did a great job with their work. It's nothing to do with the, even the shots and angles they took. It was fine. The angle, I love the angle even. I think I was, uh, I think I was telling you before, I wouldn't even mind if they, they built Dakota Kai as an underdog that's fearful of this big bad bully and then finally you know, gets the balls to fight her at the pay-per-view, at the takeover. You know, I thought that would be a good angle. You know, I but they're not... Don't waste that. Don't waste the pay-per-view match. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I and I get that. But I would mean, Nikki Cross is great. Can't wait to see that. But um, if you're going to have Dakota Kai face Shayna now, then she's pretty much fodder, you know, and just to build her. So what they did here, 
is use her that way, but in a way that I feel like really hinders a spot they did in the match. They had a spot where they uh, had... Can you explain it? Because, like, I, I, they had Dakota kind of lying down on her stomach, and she had to... And she kind of stomped on her heels. So, I mean, I, I can understand where... When I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, she's just about to finish Dakota Kai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's about to go ahead and make this as a wrap it up. And the match was prolonged. After the spot. After it was a vicious spot where, you know, she stops on her heel. Shayna does it with the arm. She was doing it with the arm for a while. Um, and yeah. this time she did it with the leg where her opponent's toes are on the mat. And she just stumps on what looks like the Achilles heel or the mm -hmm. heel to kind of rupture that whatever is yeah. down there and and that's and, cool too like that that spot is so sick it looks so good they did everything good up until that point so now here's where i get a little peeved and this is why i got so this is just grinding my gears with wrestling sometimes when you do a spot like that that looks so vicious have them lose to that spot have them especially when you when you know shane is going over so shana but dakota kai gets some uh Offensive after that. All right, fine. She's hobbling around. She, she's selling it, but she's still going to get a comeback. Great. It doesn't work. Shayna now gets her in a fucking ankle lock. Now, granted, here's a... I mean, no, not, not granted. If you're in an ankle lock, period, let's say without that spot, are you tapping? Shayna Baszler, a shoot wrestler, uh, you know, MMA <laughs> fighter, ankle lock, she's your tapping immediately. Yeah, I think any, sub I think any submission hold that... A shoot wrestler gets on anybody. I think that person. I think that finish should go over. Um, I think so too. I think they're they're that's their that's their forte. That's their yeah, that's their I, bread and butter. You know, and, and I'm not maybe again, not every single submission, but yeah, but of you course, know, you could have had her run, go to the ropes, especially when she when she just damaged the ankle the, the way, way that she, she did. did. Oh my goodness, like it looks so vicious that it kind of undersells the spot and. It gets even worse than that, though. It gets even worse than that. They take that spot. She's legit in the fucking ankle lock for three minutes straight, even maybe four or five minutes straight. Doesn't even tap. Finally gets out of it. Down the line, Shayna uh, gets her in the, in the clutch, uh, you know, the rear naked choke. And taps her out, out of a little... Uh, even the way they got into it was kind of a botch, and I didn't like that. But just let her lose off of the fucking ankle lock, then afterwards have her put her inside the, the rear naked choke. And, and okay, so we really sound like Marks right now, the way we're talking. Uh, the reason why this is the worst produced segment is because what happened after the after match. match. There you go. Um, Nikki comes out to sell, uh, to, you know, to, to sell that she wants a tighter shot. Um, and she, they do a spot where um, Nikki gets some offense on Shayna and Dakota Kai after after getting her ankle almost ripped <laughs> off her body and almost getting and choked the life choked out of her, she's up. She's sitting there she, in the ring, confused behind Nikki, Nikki Cross is going crazy, trying to bait Baszler to come into the ring and fight her. She steals her belt. Was that? And then she's like, "You, me, now for the title. Me, you, me, now for the title." And Dakota's like all confused behind her, standing on that bad ankle. You know, so she stomps on her ankle that way, puts her in the ankle lock, chokes her out, and then Nikki Cross. Tells Dakota Kai to ref the match, and they do like a faux fake 
match where Nikki Cross. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get the. I didn't get the necessity for. And even like I said, it was produced. It was okay. And we we usually don't just. And I said last week we were going to weave in and out between pages in the book and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. I would have just fantasy booked this segment uh-huh. where Dakota gets all that offense that she got after she got the ankle messed up. I just would have had her do it before. before. Yeah. You know, get that coming. She fired up. You know, Shane has been, you know, bullying her. And then ding, ding, ding. And Dakota unleashes. Comes hell fury. Yeah. And then nothing. She, she gets a few like, wow, near this little deer. Right. You know, has some fire to her. You know? And then Shayna goes in and puts the works in on her. And after she does the spot with the stump on her ankle, she puts the ankle lock on. She doesn't let go. Uh-huh. Then Nikki Cross comes out as this as the same. Yeah. It would have been a. It would have been. I think if it was if it was pieced together that way, I think it would have been. It would have. It would have been shot different. Yeah. And then it would have been. It would have been edited different, and then it would have came across differently. Yeah, it came across very, it, very um. Un, it took me out of the moment. Yes. And very unrealistic. Yes, yes. yes. You know where and, I was like, come on, I'm supposed to believe that Dakota Kai got her leg stomped off and again, got choked out, and yes. she's just sitting there like all confused, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna rep this match afterwards. I'm fine. Like it's just really bad. And we're marks. For, and, and for we're, NXT, we're, and we're logical marks. Yeah, we're logical marks. But for NXT, it just let me down. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I just can't believe yeah. they did That's that. That's why it's the worst for. And and speaking of NXT being so great, letting people down with how they just produced that one segment. Uh, my my worst produced segment is those bleeping green letters. Mm. Like that's on SmackDown. That, that, I, no, I, no, I think no. The green letters are on both shows. I've never seen them on NXT. It, no, no, it's on Raw and SmackDown. Oh, it's on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> that you know what uh-huh. I mean. Like yeah, I'm those, not sure if you guys know what we're talking about, but they have like these segments where the, the when the, when they go to the backstage vignette yeah. or the when they do the selfie stuff. Um, with the, with the to camera, in, the phone, the, the promos on the phone. To introduce it, they just black out. A, they just black. They just go black, <laughs> and then they put that that person's name in like green letters, like is Microsoft Word yeah, or something. It's MS like Paint that. kind of shit. It's fucking PowerPoint, uh, you know, um, presentation type graphics. It, it looks like shit. Not, listen, I would I would rather you just do a morph cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> or but wait, but wait, like. I think that the what they're trying to do, I know, no, he's giving me, let me land, let me land. I, I didn't know, say like, nothing. I, I know like, you didn't say anything, but look on your face. See, you guys can't see it, but <laughs> look on his face and like, I don't want to hear this shit. I'm this like, shit sucks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, but here's the thing. Like, I think that the reason why they're doing it is uh, because I think that the um, their name before they do this uh, visual selfie camera promo it gives these guys shiny. It makes us know who these guys are. If you're seeing it on TV for the first time, like, okay, who are these three girls? They're the Riot Squad? Okay, let's go. You know, you understand, and then you see them face but face why on. why can't we get their image? Like, okay, everybody has a signature logo. Yeah. And why I think that, yeah, no, you're right. The you way know, they, they the, did it was wrong. Yeah, like... But it, this is, I think, why but, they're doing... But it's worse produced because it can be produced so yeah, much yeah, better. Feel, feel, and, you know what I mean? Like, we... the. It's lazy. It's lazy. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's lazy, and I get it. I get. Listen, I don't have no gripe with them introducing who's about to come on screen, but just how we have like on television, Bray Wyatt when he comes out, his letters are yeah. fireflies. Yeah, you know That's what I mean. Very, so for him to come yeah. out and for him to have a backstage segment and the fireflies be like Bray Wyatt, so you know who it is. Yeah. Or for Sasha Banks to have, excuse me, like. 
it done in like her boss <laughs> like that would be dope still yeah. because you're branding them yeah. and their stuff they are, just, yeah you're right I believe that Riot Squad should be written in like a in, s- in a sketchy red, in a red, red yeah. you know like graffiti maybe on the wall type shit you know because they seem like um, a little 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 badass gang of, like of girls you know so I, I get your point but I want you to bring up the point that I think that the the way they're doing these promos, a lot of people have been saying that they hate this altogether. And me personally, I don't hate it as much. I think it's a mix of new age promos. See, it got they got lazy when it was when they first did it with SmackDown. It was innovative. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing words on the screen, like oh, yeah. that's that's kind of dope. And then they started overdoing it with everything. They did it with the Mix Max Challenge. Oh yeah, it was bad when they did it with Shinsuke. It said rock star. Rock star. Yeah. I was like, wait, okay, they, 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 they don't need to put it when he's like doing his entrance. Like, it's ridiculous. So, like, you know, and then now all of a sudden for him not to even do oh, it. Oh, did you remember when they did the fucking chain bar, the bars for the fucking. I'm not going to front. Usos? I like that. I hated that. I could, see, it was so corny. Lockdown, you see a fucking door, I mean, a cell, cell door closed. It was not. I mean, where it was the- jarring, yo. It was just completely jarring for me. Yeah, man. But that's, that's, that's some people are going to like it, some people are not. But uh, I think that what they're doing now is gifable. They can put it up online. It's new age, but it's also old age because, you know, back in the day, promos used to be like towards the screen, face on, looking to the camera. And I miss that, you know, because we got away from that for a while where we didn't, forgot, we didn't get promos like just them looking at us through the TV. And um, I think hopefully they can get better with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So off, I'm going to jump from worst produced to... Uh, my best produced since I'm kind of already talking, or we were already talking, or I was, you know, I let I, I was last with the last topic. My best produced segment was Lana and Naomi. Get out of here. I mean, get out of here. Listen, <laughs> so the dance off is your best. Listen, produce. shout out to Alexander Rusev. Okay. And shout out to it's Jimmy, right? Jimmy and Jay. Uh, no, no. Who, oh wait, who wait, married to Naomi? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy's right? married to Naomi. Shout out to Naomi. Jimmy. Jimmy. They and made the Russo segment better. Are, no, they didn't make the segment better. I'm just shouting y'all out because y'all are lucky men. Okay, <laughs> I will bleep them in that. So I don't care about them. Oh, that's segment. where you're going. Yeah, hell out of here. Deal without them. The whole show could have been that dance. Give me two hours of Lana and Naomi. But um, yeah, it's funny that you say it because like remember the, the day of the the day of SmackDown. You're like, I already know my worst segment. And before I even see I'm it, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they already announced it. It's gonna be this fucking dance up. I'm like, really? That was, I did say. And, I did say. I, I prejudge. And that was your best. <laughs> Listen, Naomi. Obviously, we know her background. We know her track record. Uh, we know she's athletic, super athletic, and we know she's she's hip hop. She's hip hop age. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. She got that element to her, and that's what's dope about her and her character, and that's mm-hmm. why I think she resonates with so many of her fans. But Lana, showing the versatility yeah. of being able to 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 just whenever she gets whenever she gets time to to be on the stage, she shines. No matter her role, no matter what's written for, yeah. she stands out whenever she's on screen. People notice Lana. People yes. definitely notice People her. People notice um, Lana. And 
the way she okay the dancing part everybody knows it was a, it was a gimmick you know it's a variety but, show like we so say it, it's definitely a variety show but for her to then put you know the neck breaker on Naomi and then turn into bitch so when Lana was the manager <clears throat> or the valet as we called them back in the day when she was with Rusev her viciousness was, or her her demeanor can only go so far because she never got physical. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. So now to add the physicality with her being manipulative and seductive, I like I think that adds another layer. I agree. And and so it pieced together. I think it was produced well. Um, I'm I, glad that they're bringing um, Naomi and the Usos together, and yes. Lana and the Rusev day together because. Although I don't think the ladies necessarily need their husbands, but I just think they have chemistry with their husbands on screen. Yes. So that Lana and Rusev have great. Yeah, chemistry and it's and just Jay yeah. So they kept them away for a while, and I and I was like, oh, they're trying to build them separately. I get it, but them together, like you said, Naomi's hip hop. Shit, the Usos are hip hop yeah. too, oh. and it just makes for a good mix. And that, shout that, out you know, Usos, shout time. out Usos, man. Yeah. They're they're on fucking fire too. And I love the Usos. They're probably my favorite tag team. Tag team, and I was yeah. yeah I, I had my issues with them uh, because it was just super baby face. And, but I knew, like I said, logic, business, the wrestling, mm-hmm. like, yeah. hey, they sell. You know what I mean? They merch, yeah, the merch, painting. The painting, yeah. you know what I mean? The face, you know. Face paint, all face, that stuff. All yeah. that. You know, they set those little masks and whatnot. But when they made that shift, mm-hmm. uh, and I really wanted to see them in America Alpha have an extended. Oh, yeah. Oh, they kind of, been, yeah, I want to oh, see more. I want to see more of that. That would yeah. been so great. Yeah. That would been so great. Um, yeah, but my best. American Alpha. I heard they might be coming back as a tag team. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. I would, I, I would like them to be a heel tag team. Are we booking a tag team thing? Um, I, I actually yes. Our pages in the book is the tag team division. We'll get to uh, that. We'll get to that later on because that was going to be my worst produced segment. But I, whatever. I don't. And Bray Wyatt, I know he y'all just giving him titles and stuff. But please let him turn on Matt Hardy soon. <laughs> like, give me a solo Bray. Let's get to that a little bit later right, on. Right, right now, yeah. I want to go straight into my best produced segment of the yeah, week. Okay. Um, I got to hand it to Vic. Um, another NXT segment. Uh, so they had my best and worst. This Velveteen Dream Ricochet thing is just so good, man. The way they building these two guys is like they're hit. It's acing it every single time. Um, their characters, they know what the fuck they're doing, and they don't like when you say overwhelmed by the moment. You know, I, to come out and portray. I'll say Velveteen for 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 instance. For to come out and portray the character he pl- portrays in the way he does it, it takes confidence. Takes man. so much confidence. It takes conviction. Uh huh. It yeah yeah. It takes some. It takes yeah. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Um, so that was that was uh, after a match he had with Chris Dijak. Ricochet had a match with Chris Dijak, and Velveteen comes out and he's, they're just talking shit back and forth. You know, this whole everything I can do, you can do. Um, everything you can do, I can do better. Velveteen trying to tell Ricochet, you know, and Ricochet's um, promo skills are actually yo, on yes, par. Yes, yo, the dude came out like authentic. Like, dude, I see you on the street. He's like, yo, homie. Like, just like, yo, what's good, homie? Like, yo, you got a problem? Come, 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 see me. Type shit. And, and that's great for his yeah. Great, great, great writing, great producing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the way they shot it. And yeah. you were there. So tell me about the energy oh, and tell man. me about the takes it took to get that flip and he landed it. What you mean takes? The, t- the take. The is, take. Is the <laughs> the take. 
There was a yeah. one take to do that? Take. Yeah, so I, yeah, um, so obviously we're down here in Orlando. Um, I went to full set. Um, I went to um, NXT taping when they did that. And um, so the match, the Chris Dijak match, it happened. And I'm going to get to that a little later on, uh, my logic of wrestling, because, ew. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, we we uh, we're there uh, in the crowd, or I'm there in the crowd, or you know we're in there, and Ricochet's on the mic, and he's he's just cutting a promo, and we're like, okay, okay, and then Velveteen Dreams music hits, and we pop, and um, they do their you know their spill back and forth, and Ricochet's back on the mic still, <laughs> and then all of a sudden uh, Ricochet hits the ropes. And he does this, and so the cut you see on NXT, that's not, that's not like, uh, that's not an edit. That's just, Damn. that's just a cut from hard camera to the handheld. Velotine's amazing, man. I'm not Velotine, Ricochet. They're both amazing, but they're, Ricochet, to do that flip that was a one, on the spot. That was on the spot. One take. One take. Hit it. Where, get like, right up in Velotine's face. Yo. You guys, if you guys haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Great produce. That's mm-hmm. real life, that's real life popping from the crowd. That's like, you know, we weren't warned. They didn't give us any, like, you mm-hmm. know, they didn't prop. You know how they say they prop the crowd. Hey, about to go on TV and one, two, NXT, mm-hmm. NXT. They do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that was zero warning. Ricochet dropped the mic, uh-huh. did the standing front flip, and stuck the landing. Yeah. And Velocine and- sells it like, holy shit. Yeah. And he just stands there like, what? Velocine's like, Doll dropped. I can't do that because he knows he can't do that. No, he can't. And no. he he just backs up like, who is this guy? Ricochet's <laughs> finisher is a six thirty. Yeah, I know. He's that done a double crazy. moonsault before. A double moonsault. He's done a double moonsault. Bro. That's ridiculous. Shit. Shout out to Ricochet, man. That guy is. Yo, he's amazing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Talking about amazing, um somebody who gravity forgot. I mean, if you can't, if you do the double moonsault, gravity must have forgot your ass for a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to Neville, but like this nigga's on some on some other fucking stratosphere of what he does with um the high flying. It's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, that's that's your best one. Um, I mean, that's my best. One, I mean, sorry, that's my best segment. Going from that, I want to jump into my best written slash because it's because because. The thing about WWE and wrestling is that something can be written very well and produced very well, and it comes off when you when you get the melding of both of that, which I think we got in Ricochet Velocine Dream segment. It just feels so good, and I think this is why people feel this are feeling this character so well too, because when they write him and then they produce him, it comes together as a seamless unit, and it just off the screen, it just pops, and that is with Elias from Raw. You know, Elias's segments are shot in such a way. It's so unique. Yeah. It's so unique. It's so intimate. It's intimate shots of him. Dark lighting, uh, and then you see a spotlight on him. It's so you feel like you are walking with Elias. And then on top of the... Now, when I want to get to the writing of it, Elias is such a fucking scumbag, man, when it comes to his writing. They give him the best lines for a heel... I think um, he writes his own stuff. Performer. I, if he does, then, sh- then shout out to him, like, props yeah. to him. Because I, I, you know, I, I know he writes his... I know he writes the like the lyrics to the songs that yeah. he wants to sing. I think he has great influence on this character, and I think Raw and, and um you know we, Raw was 
it was bad, but it wasn't terrible. And yeah. it, and and it wasn't. It was bad because it's three hours and they don't give you a ton. But they, mm-hmm. they wrote Elias throughout the show. They had a couple A stories. Mm-hmm. The B story was Braun and Kevin Owens. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that the the thread of Elias that was written throughout the show was fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I totally agree with that. That was actually. Um, he was going to be my slash best produced segment uh-huh. as well because that like WWE's done this guitar gimmick before yeah. they've done this musician gimmick before shout out to my baby tonight with Jeff Jarrett and, yeah. and Road Dog not to mention like, Honky Tonk Man. Talk, man but I think with the with the technology and with the ability to shoot, shoot it the and way it, they do you feel like you're out of concert this is the yes. Uh-huh. And when well, we, we talk about on the, TV, you, see, see, you feel like you're on a couch. And concert. you see, this is like a variety show, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, for Elias to be this kind of rock star or country star or whatever, mm-hmm. this just musician, mm-hmm. and spotlight on him in front of Raw's probably at least 10,000 people, that's a show. That's a show. It legit is a, a concert. It's a concert. But what makes it uh, turn on his head and give him that, it gives you that twinge of, you know, WWE and you know sports entertainment is the way he portrays it because he's such a dick and it's like you would never see a guy up going you wouldn't see like fucking uh let's say off top of my head Drake on stage and then just shit on the whole cut the whole town in in the middle of his set like you know nigga y'all need to fucking shut the fuck up let me finish my song you know uh yo by the way your sports team sucks now let me finish my song no one you would never see that in real life like uh artists do that so it makes it jarring when you see it like it's captivating because it's funny as fuck elias makes you walk with like he's that we're talking about charisma and he's another person who i didn't always get yeah you know like like we said in the adam cole thing i didn't like like, adam cole when i started uh speaking of adam cole i like elias when he started check us out on soundcloud episode 1.5 undisputedly over the adam cole episode it's our character spotlight it might Um, be up on youtube by now we'll see see, (laughs) Uh, but elias will hopefully if you're around we're going to be definitely doing the character spotlight on you absolutely coming from the drifter on nxt yeah. Uh, with that gimmick, and then on Raw, they just like I said, and you know, they just gave you time to yeah. develop, like, and the crowd organically walked with you. Dude. Yeah, and we love to hate them. We do. We do. Exactly. So when, That's so, what it is. So when you have so, so WWE, listen, when presented to us correctly, we follow along. You know what yeah. I mean? We we know we are, how to, we, we, we become know, the marks you like you know we, we know how to play the game invested. right once you present it in the way we're like locked into that zone and we're completely invested in what you're showing us we're not trying to analyze every little thing because it's such a good production yes you a- know Elias makes us buy merch and still boo him at the yeah, same time exactly you know what I mean like uh, you know it is perfect it's, it's perfect. the best of both worlds you know what I mean it is it really truly is uh, so they're killing it with Elias uh, now you see him going to program with Seth which I think is a great uh, and yes, that you know? that that written that that was written to have uh, Seth, you know, break up the the concert. Yeah. Elias just, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get to you a little bit later. Yeah, like you then, finish your match, you fr- and then well, come well, out you least the, expect it, and then you get some the guitar shot, right and then the even the the promo after, you know what I mean? And like you know, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
You know, that was like, a good promo too. I, I and I don't know why they didn't just end the show on this and do maybe do the promo on WWE.com or you know. On I would have loved for but Seth Rollins to just main ended event, the show. Bro, ended, yes, of Elias hitting him with the guitar. So you know, wow. Okay, this shit. I'm, I'm you know, because that was pretty much to me the best thing I saw in, on Raw. Uh, when we talk, also one more thing I want to just peek, uh, throw a shout out to Raw real quick because I know we're not gonna talk about the whole show. But the way they produce things with uh, Braun is pretty pretty good. Like we, we had a shout out to a call back to last week when when in his match with Finn yeah, we didn't when he just win. grabbed him and from the when he rolls behind him uh, and was, last week that was and, produced really and well. then you see a shot you don't see Braun until he rises up this week they have a shot where you don't see Braun again and then somehow and, and there's no barricade this time he's not rising up you just see his arms come behind Finn and grab him again and and this is like a, by the rampway or some shit it's just great shot great production value you just if you ever notice that go check it out. Um, I just want to throw that in there, by the way, um, real quick before we get back to Elias. And yeah, I think that's a great for best written. And yeah, best, uh, I, for yes. me, like I think that was my best written slash best produced. Best yeah. produced, yeah. I, yeah, I, I will. We can have a one A one B. One A one B, yeah. Because I I have a one A one B with my written, uh, my best written. Um, I'll I'll go to to KO. Um, the way the it's just that one specific segment where he's going. To get the car keys and trying to mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's but, comedy. But that's it's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yo. That like, written. Can't get my car. Where, where's your key? Where, where's your ticket? He's like, I don't got a fucking ticket. Like, nigga, like, give me my fucking car. Like, <laughs> yo. Yo. Yeah. I can watch that segment so like a part of a TV show that's. Like my comedy yeah, spot, exactly. Like, I will, I will laugh every it's time. Really, like that. It's really, it's really, and it's but it's Kevin Owens is so good. It's, it's written, it's written for his yeah. character. Like I don't think no one else kind of can pull that yeah. particular part of yeah. that off. Like if they written that for somebody uh-huh. else, maybe, maybe Jericho. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah, maybe Jericho. But yeah. I don't even think Jericho can give you the dis- like yeah. Kevin Owens is so disgusting. Yeah. Like just, just get my fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> the way he did it performed it, it was priceless. It's priceless. Um, it's, yo. Yeah, and, and, and not and mind you, remember when Braun threw the ladder before? Because he's trying to get yes. like run the waist to try yes. to win with Braun. And and he did with. Yes. So Braun and then that Braun throws a ladder. Kevin Owens barely makes it out. So that was written well. And that was performed well because Kevin Owens you only got two choices at that. You either get hit by a ladder yeah. or you get the hell out, you the, get way. out the way. Because you, <laughs> you you can see that Braun intentionally threw the ladder. Like hey at I'm KO. listen, I'm tossing it. Yeah. I, I'm and not, if you don't get out the way then you're gonna get hit. Yeah, yeah. That's yo, so shout out to shout out to that as being yeah, my best friend. Well as well. That was that was shot, that was written, that was produced very well. Um and then also whoever written uh, wrote in uh, Shinsuke just coming down the hallway, yeah, that's right. and that's just good. dropping the dropping <clears throat> the numbers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he that has, was what we call him, Swagamora. 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 Yo, he is. Uh, he's embracing this heel. I'm so glad they made the turn. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm so glad that they're giving him physicality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Letting him be king of strong style. 
him and Ty Dillinger had a hell of a physical match, but it allows Shinsuke to just take, I can take punishment, and, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Exactly. Like, his chest was raw, sh- <laughs> was raw yeah, shit. Yeah, fucking you know hammering I mean? me, you know, for real. And that was good, too. I think that it's logical when they book it that way, because you're going to throw last man standing match. The guy's gimmick is 10. He's throwing the numbers. They, I think they built it on Twitter or something or maybe online. And then they put the match up. It shows that they're thinking about the way they're producing the show and putting it in a logical way, which was, you know, pretty much, I think, brilliant because it makes, you know, sense. Yeah, I and, and I, I picked these two <clears throat> as my best written segments because my man Cass, uh, real, shout out to at Real Life Cass on Twitter. Um, the two, yeah, too sweet. We too sweet every time we link. Mm-hmm. I saw my man at Wale Mania. He's doing real good stuff. Black. You know what I mean? In the business, mm-hmm. that's it's dope. And he was in, he was spotted in both those segments. Oh, where? <laughs> yeah, he's in the background. You know what I mean? He's he's both, he's both. Uh, um, when Ko asks where's their their ballet at, uh-huh. he's he's the Cedric Alexander looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Okay. Yeah, so shout out to the homie, real life cast. Uh, so I picked that those two, but they were written well. They yeah. both. To see Shinsuke do that and to have Kevin Owens uh, at, you know, that, those two were just written completely. So, so what was your worst segment of, worst written, I mean? uh, Well, my worst written, I think we both have the same sentiments. Um, It was Nia Jax. Uh, Yeah. um, I don't see how she, how she's anti-bully two weeks ago, and then she's the bully this, this, yeah, you know, the it's way just, they're going about written, this. It's just written. The way, it, yeah, it's written kind of poorly. If I she think, just wants competition. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Yo, listen. Hey, Rhonda, you can be a face versus face match. It I, can be you know? a complete face versus face match. You don't necessarily have to. And if that's the case, you can allow Rhonda to still be the goody, mm-hmm. you know, all shucks and still have that, you know. Yeah, um, it was a little bit hard for me to see that they wrote it this way because. Uh, I like the way they gave her lines. I love her lines. She, I think she performed it very well. Naya performed that whole thing very well. But it's a logic of saying, oh, man, hey, you can do anything you want. You know, it doesn't matter what people say about you. Don't let them get you down. Don't, you know, let them bully you. And then she's literally, literally, sorry, bullying a jobber or enhancement yes, talent, enhancement talent, talent to, to just make a talent. point to, to Rhonda. And... That's a heelish thing to do. Now, I'm not sure if they're really turning her heel per se right now, but it's a heelish thing to do, and that's how you, that's the vibe you get when you see it. Even though she's trying to make a point, Tarana, it's like you're somebody it's at somebody else's expense in a, in a shady way. But if they want to do a, a heel, I mean, face versus face kind of thing, I'm not sure what segment they would book. Maybe something like a competition, arm wrestling. But no, no, again, no, I don't no, know. I don't no, want to no, see that either. No, no. This is how, and pages in the book, we'll weave in and out. This is all, we're always weaving in and out of pages in the book because we're always booking, always fantasy book. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Regina King. For Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. 
What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you would like to do a face versus face, and I don't know if anybody said it, I haven't heard it because I haven't been listening to podcasts. Reason why we won't have a take on take later on today. Um, no need to review on a review if I haven't reviewed anything. You feel me? Um, but if you wanted a face versus face match, I would have Naya come to Ron and was like, hey, you're a badass. I'm a badass. Come see me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come come to the ring. Come see me. I want the best competition. I'm not disrespecting any of your girls in the back. But I want to I, yeah. I prove myself. Yeah. And I know you want to prove yourself. Yeah. And Rhonda can be like, listen, I know I want to prove myself, but hey, I don't deserve it. And I was like, hey, do you want to be the champ? You know what I mean? Yeah. And Rhonda's like, that's what I'm here for. Boom. Yeah. That's good. You know what I mean? I think, it's, I, think it's, I think it gets people it hooked. It gets people hooked. Naya doesn't have to turn. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You don't even have to feed Naya an enhancement talent. Give Naya a, give Naya a credible opponent. Dana Brooke or something Dana, like that. Dana, I mean, uh, who else aren't we using? They ain't using Dana Brooke. They're not using Dana Brooke? Well, I will. I, I, I say formidable because okay. even, like, give her Bailey. For okay. or some, oh, like or, or, well, so I don't okay. know. I don't know. I just you mean like that, a Mickey James or, or something. Yeah, or even Naya doesn't even need a, Naya didn't even need to be in a ring. I think that they should have had Naya. I think Ronda needs to be in the. They ring. don't want to. They don't want to. They want to save that for the show. No, Naya. No, Ronda's <clears throat> doing live events. I know so, that. I know that. But it's live events. But on TV, I think they want to save her for the. See, the, my thing the is, show. you got to show if I'm fantasy booking. See, my thing is, is that you just you just show Naya saying I want competition and have Naya sit back. Mm-hmm. Rhonda still got to say, "Hey, I don't deserve it," and then the other girls say, "Hey, you're right," mm-hmm. and then have yeah. Ronda, you see what I'm saying? Rhonda can go through uh, Alicia Fox, yeah. or a uh, Mickey James. Because That's what I would like to tell, but I think they're trying to save Rhonda for. I understand yeah. why they're trying yeah. to, but I'm the, but if I'm fantasy booking, yeah, like, but, yeah, yeah. But my thing is, if you're going to do that, then none of them need to be in the ring. Don't put Nia in the hand because you can't say but you can't have him do a promo every single week. You can have Nia beat somebody, then do a promo, but a promo because we got like three weeks, two months. What they did a promo last week with a contract signing, and then we're gonna do another one this week. Then like, they don't need to be on. They don't need to be on. They don't have to be featured every week. That's true. You know, and that's my true. thing is too like how Nia presents herself as not getting the iron bar on her when she just tapped out the Oscar. You know what I mean? She and she tapped out to an armbar. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Logic, when, bro. When was that? Reasonable wrestling. Uh, it had to have been about probably about what were we in June now? So it had been six months because it was like what um, Royal Rumble esque maybe before that. But then again, but you nice know WWE don't have no fucking continuity. They don't give a fuck about continuity. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that. It's, but, but that promo particularly that, that speaks right speak, back to that. That's why it's worse written. Yeah, that's it's why bad. because if yeah. you're if you don't if you're okay, WWE, 
Raw, Monday Night Raw in specific, they're 25 years in. There has to, at some point in time, those shows do run into each other. Mm-hmm. It just has to make sense yeah. if it's a weekly episode. Yeah. They have to have some type of continuity, some type of co- some type of uh, thread, right? Mm-hmm. Some type of callback that makes sense. Now they have a couple weeks, so Rhonda probably can use what I'm saying in future footage and be like, "Really? I yeah. can't tap you out." Uh-huh. I, I can't tap you out. That's what they should show. Oscar tapped you out. That's what they should show next week. Honestly, they should show that next week. So then put it into. Ooh, and if we boom like fantasy Lions booking. Lions. If I could say, I'm sorry. If I could, if I'm fantasy booking, booking far out, right? WrestleMania 35 maybe in New York when Ronda saying even Oscar tapped you out. You have Oscar Ronda. That would be fucking yeah. stiff. Yeah, that would be stiff. That would be good though. I, I want to see that. But I think they're going Ronda Charlotte for some reason. I might be good. I mean, the four horsewomen. Uh, we'll get into uh, uh, that a little later. Talk. Oh, we might, we might get that. That'll be a little bit later. The business of wrestling uh, about Ronda maybe possibly being on on SmackDown. Uh, we know that deal was in eighteen months, October twenty nineteen. We don't know what type of draft status will happen with WWE uh-huh. or you know roster shakeups. What if WWE puts Ronda on SmackDown to boost up the ratings there? We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but so from my worst written to your worst written, what would be your worst written? My worst written of the week? I still got the Dakota Kai fucking match. <laughs> Shit. Like, what do you want to say? Like, the Dakota Kai match on NXT. Went to, <laughs> you just don't, you tapped out to the ankle lock, you know? We have guys like Oscar tapping people out his ankle lock. Kurt Angle, you know, you got people that uh, you know, it's it's a legit move. Everybody knows that in wrestling. Shayna Baszler, who's done MMA, should tap somebody out to an ankle lock. Not all the time, but if you put somebody in it, she knows how to fucking do it. Point blank. Period. Even if they had her get to the ropes, pull her back, and you know, and or she has to break the break the hold or something like that, you know. Shayna should have like dropped down, locked leg, locked it. Kurt Angle style and wrenched on her ankle. Yeah. He kept wrenching but on she, her ankle. She didn't leg lock it, but she was wrenching like yeah. crazy and she still didn't tap. And he feels to make believe that facials, she's a rat. Like Shayna's face is like, I'm putting point. it on. Like, I'm getting to this. on point, man. I'm about to rip this ankle off. And, uh, you know, you have, she's like the python and, and uh, you know, Dakota Kai's like the mouse, mouse in the python cage. And it's, it was a great dynamic just... I just don't get how you don't see that just after that, especially particularly after that spot with the ankle, that you have put her an ankle lock and she doesn't win with that. It's just so yeah, stupid because you know, she's winning the match anyway. I think that's that that was written that was written poorly. That yeah. was but almost anyways, like the barbecue segment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, almost like the barbecue. Segment. <laughs> <laughs> that was written poorly too. But I'm not even going to give that any time yeah. on this podcast. Barbecue, you know what's funny about the barbecue segment? I don't know if. I loved it or hated it. <laughs> it was so bad that it was so bad that I, I feel like it was kind of good. Like it's like so cringy that Yo, it's like why, okay, I, it's why, just funny. In the pages in the book, like right now, we, we said we were going to talk about booking the raw tag team. Let's just get right into Let's that. Just, um, why not just do something so simple like what they did for SmackDown and do a raw tag team tournament? I think that would be good. Tournaments are always good when you don't have a challenger. 
and you're looking and for you something. And you got so many, and there's so many talent, uh, and so many underwhelming talent, you know. But then the problem with that is, I mean, they can still book AOP out of the tournament. I just think that they're they're leaving leaving AOP for like maybe SummerSlam, you know. And um, I, I don't know why AOP. They could like lock that count out to like you know the the Breeze angle maybe. I don't tournament. know why but that, AOP, I think that's what I would AOP do too. wasn't even in that segment. They weren't. They can't be. They can't be in that crazy ridiculous. Bootleg ass uh, picnic seven. They can't. They're, they're badass dudes. You can't put them there. So do Bray and Matt drop the? T- so I would do a tournament and have AOP win the tournament and have Bray drop the Brandon drop the belt at Money in the Bank. I mean, we could do it. We could program it out into. Uh, SummerSlam as well. Yeah, because uh, I think right now they're looking for a Money in the Bank opponent, but I, I like that. I, don't, I want AOP to win the titles at SummerSlam, per, personally. I think they should and have Bray turn on Matt, you know? Yes, I would definitely like Bray to turn on Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray is too good to be Bray tag is too with, to tag, tag team. team with Matt. Now, no offense to Matt, and the tag team in general is a great concept. And, and granted, But like, they should be, if they're going to portray them as a tag team like that, they need to be like a main event tag team. Like, you know how they portrayed the power trip? Bro, I forgot that they were tag teams. Yeah, teams, you completely forget. So if they portrayed them like a badass, like, main event tag team, as almost like equal to like a Randy Orton Edge so kind of, or a, you know, Stone Cold Triple H. Oh. And if, if they gave the, him that space. What is it? Rated RKO was the, Rated oh, RKO. Yeah, that tag team was phenomenal. So they portrayed him as as like a main event tag team program. I don't if they did that with Bray and Matt, which I think they deserve, I wouldn't like it. But they're not doing that. So I completely shit on this <laughs> this combination. Cause I think I would I think I think I could write it better personally. Uh but uh <laughs> it's it's uh it's jarring because I we both love Bray Wyatt. Shout out to Bray because he because we're gonna do a character spotlight on him yes. coming up after this. But we we love this character so much it's hard to see him in such a subpar role because we even forgot as fans, we forgot he was tag team champion. We was like, yo, let's book this tag team. I'm like, who's the champions? And after we was like, we love Bray so much. I think we got bloopers of that. We'll put that up. We'll put that up later on. We was like, yo, we love Bray so much. We love Bray so much. And then we got on a tangent of tag team champions. Like, who's tag team champions? Like, Ah, Bray Wyatt. Oh shit, yeah, it's Bray. After we put him over and everything, man, so completely forgot he was tag um, champion. So I that w- shows you, like the this. It's just I would I would do a tournament. I would do a tournament. Um, I would have if we're gonna have a tag team, let Bray and Bo be a tag team. Everybody like wants that. I hear that a lot. I'm not a big fan of that mix. I mean, so unless they do big, it the right way, you're not a big fan of it because. They haven't done anything good with either of the two, but I, they were champions at FCW. They were they were Tundo brothers, okay. you know, uh, Bo and Duke, and they seen a lot of stuff in Bo. Unfortunately, to break up that tag team, Bo broke it up. No, the world, the you know, they gave Bo a run. Yeah, at NFC Championship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so also um, that's how they broke up. Gave Bo the run. Yeah. So I. Um, I definitely would like to see them as a tag team. Um, maybe have Bray, you know, uh, start the new Wyatt family. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, and it would be Bray and Bo finally, you know, 
brother, I lost my way, you know, and I only lost my way because, you know, I, whatever. I'll, I'll write it. I've wrote shit for it before. Yeah. Shout out to the Bray Wyatt experience that's coming out soon. Uh, or maybe not coming out ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we'll see. So, um, just... Oh, yeah, I think, but, but would you have... Who would you have win the tag team tournament right now for Money in the Bank? Right now, if they had a tag team tournament, and I would give it to Apollo and Titus O'Neil. Um, we don't have a necessarily book and black segment, but just so I can force this on in here, <laughs> because I'm going to force my niggas in anywhere. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would, for real, um, I, I think Titus does a hell of a great job. Um, even if he doesn't have the title for long, maybe if he, you know, uh, if he has it for a month and then drops him, I just want to, and on Apollo as well, just so, to, I know it's, let me again, get this correct. You're, you're trying to say that you get the tag team straps to Apollo, Tyus Worldwide, and then they lose to AOP at SummerSlam? Uh, possibly. And uh, listen, listen. So you want to break up Matt and Bray right now? No, uh, not right, necessarily right now, but I would love for them to have. Uh, a blow-off match feud or whatever the case may be to get them separate because yeah. at some point in time, we're going to have a brother Nero and Matt and a Matt Hardy, you know, feud. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to do it on WWE. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see it, but... And again, let me get back to the logic, of, the logic of wrestling. I know it's predetermined, right? It's a predetermined champion and it's, it's not real, but if... That championship does signify something within the company to a person mm-hmm. uh, or, or towards a person. And it shows value within a company. You know, if you work for someone, an employee of the month don't mean anything. But if they give you a $100 gift card or something, you know, that matters in real life. You yeah. know, so um, in this profession, in this in this situation, I think a, a, a participation trophy kind of matters even though apollo's you know he's doing he's working his dream and mm. traveling the world and performing in front of thousands of fans for the company to say hey you're a champion mm-hmm. you know what i mean for a company to i throw mean a... i want to see it too but i don't want to see it like this i don't I want mean to why not they should win i don't like show. consolation prizes personally it's nigga, it's i not... want to see them book him in a way where he can actually get over because i don't because right now Tyson World is not over it doesn't so matter the if they're belt, over giving the belt they're over giving them the belt was significant Giving them the belt, and we're, this is us booking too. You asked me who would I like to uh-huh. win. I would like them All to right. win. I, so, I know, I get it. And the reason why I would like them to win is because the consolation prize, again, again, is logic. So it's a, a consolation prize is exactly that. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Titus Worldwide, Titus World Slide is, you know what I mean, working. And then what mm-hmm. I would do, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, it's a shirt. I know it's a shirt. But that's Titus like a Rose joke, slide. you know. It's I mean, a, I mean it, listen, he's not like as a competitor. Titus Worldwide is not over, and and right now they're not ready for a tag team run. So the, if you give them the belts, logic, I think like people are not going to be interested in the tag team division. That's why, because nigga, nobody is interested in the tag team division now. So, but, just, but we have, I think we have more eyes on it with Bray and Matt, and we have more people. We don't attention. have no eyes on it. Nigga. <laughs> they just faced the ascension, and we didn't know they were tag team champions. <laughs> Fuck are you talking? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Like, I who, just think no, they will, don't have. They don't, but why keep who, going down the same path, anyways? And what do you mean? Another who, tag who, team where we're not going to keep eyes on it uh, because we're going to because again we're we're booking it out because we're going to put it on AOP at some point in time. So we're waiting to AOP to actually. Nigga, like, what tag team are we going to put it on? The Revival? They're done in dirt. They were done in dirt at Raw 25. We're going to put it on the B team? No, I just said I want to break them up and put Bo and Bray together. This is what I would Who do. are we going to put it on? I would do. I would do a tournament two. I would do a tournament two. Then get to the end. Let's say we have Breezango win because I think they. Oh no, no, we have Breezango win oh the tournament. They get the, they get a shot against Matt and Bray. They lose to Matt and Bray. I'm going to have that match and have them lose to Matt and Bray. Matt and Bray keep the belt till SummerSlam. And then lose to ALP in a match that I think would be great to see. I don't and then break, be great. Then, then break turns. I don't want to see Matt Hardy wrestle. That's my point. I don't care about Matt Hardy. I don't care about this character. Okay. It's not written correctly. It's not doing anything for me. Okay. And Matt as a performer doesn't these... F- Listen, is AJ Styles at 40? And is Matt Hardy at 40? There's a I difference. Know, I know. I know. Matt Hardy is... He looks like an old man sometimes. He, he is an old man. I <laughs> don't want to. Like, and yeah. for him to have a the SummerSlam is in August. I gotta have two more lethargic months of them carrying a belt that no one cares about. <laughs> and just to give the angle that they did. That sh- I know they did it poorly, but just give that angle some some distance. You get you just gave him the belt. The sign, like, I you understand. Get, yeah, I understand. You know? and, and that's again. I'm marking out here. I'm marking. <laughs> I, you know. So I. If they tell the story of them being champions and then Bray turns on, because in that time, Bo can turn on Curtis. Mm-hmm. And then Bo can just be like, I'm losing my way. He loses the singlet. He starts, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And they form a tag team. They form a tag team, and Bray is like, Brother, brother, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to should. We should, that. We, we should uh, talk more about that in the Bray Wyatt. Yes, because uh, Bray and Bo as a tag team versus AOP, I am interested. I'm just interested. I'm just interested because Bray period because AOP yeah. and Matt. I mean, I'm not. I really like. I'm not trying to say Matt's gonna be great, but I'm sure. I'm curious to see Bray versus AOP. I want to see what he's gonna come yes. up with because he's creative. You know, I love that. Um, well, I mean, he's gonna take all of. He's gonna take the beauty. What is it? Gonna... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, hopefully, man. hopefully we see it. Yeah, so I'm, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. But shout out to Apollo Book and Black. I would give him a strap. Who would you get? Who would you? Uh, who would, you said Bree? Bree you no, said I would have. I would have Matt Bray and, and, and Matt okay. keep the strap until right. AOP. So. That's all. So speak, um, yeah, so speak, so we, we just logic. we just got yeah we 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 got into a tangent and back and forth and we struggled with logic. That's uh-huh. why, you know, uh, we did say we were gonna try to have some logic in this in this episode. <laughs> um, my my logic in wrestling, you know, your best produce was Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, but the match before that man had to me. To me, and then Velveteen. It was Ricochet versus Chris Dijak. And Jonathan. Now Chris, Chris Dijak. Uh, looks, his name is Chris Dijak. Now, did uh, you did you pick that? No, like, I picked. Yeah, I like know. like why did they change it? I don't know. I don't care. Donovan's such a cooler name. Donovan is off such jump. A, like I don't know why they changed that. Donovan Dijak is is better than Chris Dijak. Anyway, but maybe they couldn't get the rights to it. You know, WWE. Like I mean, is it book? Donovan, where? I don't know. Donovan Dijak's not a thing. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever has that name, that's you, dog. Given better Give than Chris. <laughs> Chris is just a, no offense to you. <laughs> but Chris is like the most plain name I can think of to get a wrestler. <laughs> no offense. Anyway. 
Yeah, my but bad. That, but you, but my, I mean, Chris looks, Dijak looks fantastic. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a size. He has the look. I don't know about his charisma. Uh, I don't know about him on the mic or anything yeah. like that. But he's great. But it seems like you sacrificed him. You sacrificed him for so? Ricochet because the logic in that match, like Ricochet, like look at the dynamic in that match. Look, just look at the size difference between Ricochet and and Chris Dijak. And the fact that Ricochet was just like beastly, like he was, it <laughs> he all, did beat him down for a little bit. He he listen the yeah. way he beat Chris Dijak down, it kind of diminishes the match. It made him look like a bitch. And it no, it diminished the match forward with Velveteen. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Right. Because if Ricochet is just this powerful like Power Ranger. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and it makes Chris like what is if you want to do anything with Dijak later on? Yeah, you, you. But again, people don't. Dijak is just so much bigger than Velveteen. He, I mean, not that he won't. She shouldn't lose the match. He should definitely. He lose should the definitely match. listen. He should lose the match. Yeah, but the way that he got beat down for a bit, like just like pummeled. Yeah, and, and I know you're trying to get Ricochet over, but the nigga's over. Just, just you know, you know, just telling you guys, he's Di- over. Dijak should have got the majority. Dijak should have got majority More, of the heat. Yeah, offense. He should have got the, should have beat him down and then Rick. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Ricochet should have been got the baby face comeback. If you want to show the power to match Dijak's power once he hawks up or whatever the case may that, be, that suplex, that suplex, like you can do that after he, you know, and the crowd goes, oh I think wow, he did a he did a suplex and then he picked him up again. Did another one, was it? Yeah, and held him up. Yeah, and did the vertical from, from the ground, he picked yeah. him up. Uh, uh, vertical suplex. And so deadlift, vertical suplex from yeah. So I. I think logically, man, uh, it could have been it could have been pieced together and, and and just put together differently if you if you use the logic Absolutely. of yeah. uh, big guy, little guy, big guy gets the the majority of the offense and uh, uh, logic of wrestling. Well, where do you fall in? Well, that? nigga, like my logic of wrestling is the same fucking match with Dakota Kai and Shane okay. Baszler. <laughs> You don't put somebody in a spot where they look like they're injured, broke their fucking ankle, and then put them in an ankle lock and they don't tap out. One plus one equals two, you know, kind of thing. A, B, C. You know, it doesn't make any logical sense. And then afterwards, tell her to ref an imaginary match. So uh, <laughs> that's, it, there's no logic in that. And I know I'm bringing it up again. I know I'm, <laughs> it just grinds my gears to see. Spots like that happen, especially on NXT. NXT is like my baby. 
You know, I love it's NXT. My baby. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love NXT, and I and I watch it every week. And I, and it's like my fa- one of my favorite pieces of wrestling of the week. Almost every single time, they have something where I'm like, damn, NXT's on fire. You know, and every time I think they're gonna let me down, they don't. You know, and NXT's always uh, keeps it real, and this is not keeping it real. <laughs> Point blank, period. So I gotta, um, even though I love my baby NXT, I cannot um, not keep it real with you and your fucking failures with this spot. And that was the main event, you know? And then Nikki Cross left with the belt, you know, and in a fake imaginary match. So even that was kind of bizarre. But uh, yeah, I, that, <laughs> that's, logic, I gotta bring yeah. it back to that, yeah. Logic was, was kind of crazy. So, um, speaking of logic of wrestling and, and business of wrestling and just making sense of it all, um, I kind of had a, like, just a idea of just logic, um, of wrestling. Would they put Shane? So by 2019, I think Shayna will okay. be up on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love Shayna to be automatically placed on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, and, and that would be on Fox. That would be on Fox. At the that would be Fox. And so you'll have a legit UFC presence there. And then my idea of possibly putting Ronda Rousey on SmackDown with Shayna. With Shayna. Okay. And I don't know where the rest of the the four horsewomen would be at me. Uh, 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 I don't know shit. I'll, I wonder. I wonder if they will do that because Jessica. Uh, Jessica like, Man Duke Jessica and, and uh, um, Maria Shriver. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if her name. Sorry, that's Roddy. She's Strong. the she's the fourth for Roddy all Roddy Strong's Bay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that Fox is them being on Fox puts them on basic cable. You know, so maybe they want Ronda Rousey, who people a lot of people know, on basic cable to see like, oh, Ronda Rousey's on TV. Uh, let me see what she's doing on SmackDown. I don't know if that's what they're thinking, but that would be great. I think. Put on it. I would love to have. So it's 2018 now. I think they did the brand split in what 2016. Becky Lynch has been on SmackDown for that long. Yeah. I would love for her to be like the mainstay. Of okay. SmackDown. Like Miss SmackDown. Just Miss SmackDown. Because she's the first SmackDown she's the first, Women's yeah. Champion too. And I would love for she's like the who's Mr. SmackDown. I mean Mr. SmackDown. Like Eddie, I think Eddie Guerrero. Was it Eddie Guerrero? Always stays. There are a couple people that were like. I would, Edge was on SmackDown for a mad long. Well, John, actually, John Cena, when John Cena made the leap to Raw, he was on SmackDown for so long. I yes, still sure. remember when they when he came out with the St. Louis yeah. throwback jersey on Raw yeah. Pop because he was just a, so. But I was I was saying I brought her back in Lynch for that because I would love for Charlotte to stay on Raw. The reason why I said is I would like to have Charlotte have a run on SmackDown mm-hmm. just as long. So Charlotte can have a partner, and I don't know if they'll be able to fit all the four horsewomen on one show. I know they'll have to split I them mean, up. Are the other two girls even wrestling? Like, are they trying to be wrestlers? I think that that four four horsewomen match will be like a a spectacle at some at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, yes. And okay, so the two of them just the coming two, in to like be like the yes. celebrity guests. So I would I would definitely like to have Shayna, if that's the case then for logic and business, I would definitely like to have Shayna and Ronda running shit. Running shit on SmackDown. It would make sense. And it I want would, to see a heel Ronda with the heels. I would love that. That would be a, so good. Yes. 
Yes. The two bullies. The two you know, bullies. And, you and then Flair's there. It's like, wait uh-huh. a minute, wait a minute. And then having a flair there will probably, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, draw ratings because it's like, oh, but you, I know it's a lot flair. of stars on there. You need you need to split Ronda and Charlotte, I think. You need to put Charlotte on Ronda. No, I don't think you need to split them because then again, at that time, you're going to be a star on Ronda. For the women's division. If you, if people just give Sasha the oh, ball. Oh, I know, man. As heel Sasha, Sasha can absolutely run Raw by herself. Yeah. If they need, but they need the before that time. And I, they, mean, I, yeah, I mean, I hope they can start I mean, this year. But because Sasha, what the fuck has she been doing for the past? I don't know. I think when we're talking about eight, I, I nine think, months, I think Sasha is going to be geared up to be Miss Money in the Bank, and it's going to be a heel Miss Money in the Bank. Oh, okay. Sasha as Miss Sasha as heel Miss Money in the Bank, and we'll have a babyface champion, whoever that babyface champion may be. Because she needs to be the slimy heel for women's side. No, I don't. Even I mean, think not the slimy. Let's. Sasha's the boss is not slimy. The boss is boss. I think she can be a slimy heel. I know. I think that she can be. No, she doesn't need that. She wasn't slimy in NXT. She She was was just just braggadocious. That's the. I think. But I think you need to evolve the Sasha character. I don't think you need to evolve the Sasha character because the Sasha character we want is the Sasha character that we got. Yeah. So I don't think you need to. If we got braggadocious. I'm the best female worker because she possibly might is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you yeah. put everything together. Yeah, I think she is. I mean, I don't know. Charlotte is really I, flawless in the Oh, way. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you're I mean, but, shit, it gets hard when you talk about Charlotte. But, yeah. but I'm saying a complete package. Yeah. You can tell Sasha wants to be a heel in her promos. Yeah. But she has to be such. And when she's a heel, she has that gear where it's like this guy, this girl, that's where she fits. It's not like where she, she's... um. But she's a face that's a little bit disjointed. You feel a little, her promos are a little bit off. And people think she's a bad promo promo giver now. But I don't think so. I think it's just the shit they give her as a face. It's just shit, you know? And um, so because her heel shit in NXT was on point, I, I, think, I think. So logically, I think if we have a heel, a heel Sasha, by that time, Alexa Bliss will be a baby face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we can have a baby. And we can finally get those two have a great dynamic uh-huh. just as far as um, having chemistry in the ring together. Bliss and, uh, Bliss and Sasha. Sasha. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and then you can definitely have that dynamic or, right. um, you know, we haven't got Sasha Nia Jax yet. I, I just, don't believe. I just don't see WWE doing it because they always, I think they, I think they, especially with Charlotte, and Ronda, you look at those two as the pillars of their women's division. And I think they're going to put them on separate shows. And I, I can even see them putting them both on Raw because Raw is their A show. That's how WWE Raw, looks at this shit. When we're talking about business, again, Fox didn't pay a billion dollars for Raw to be the A show, nigga. I, I know that. I'm saying that they're not doing the draft thinking about Fox. They're doing the You're draft crazy. thinking about what... You're crazy. You're crazy. Vince, that check... Is deposited. Yeah. Everything from now on, once that calendar strikes, is going to be for SmackDown. Okay. So you think we're gonna have what if what if SmackDown turns into the Raw show? Like you know where they put all the Romans and the. I would. You know, I don't care. I know. would. I would love. I know. I would love to give Roman so on Roman SmackDown. Ronda, 
Roman, give me Roman Ronda. I mean, because those are the big names, you know, and I think they're going to, they could do, they could look at it that way, but I just think I don't see WWE doing a Raw. Why? I mean, because they've always kept Raw. It's it's it's, hard for me to see that, you know what I mean? Okay, but think about it. What other show we know of in network television that celebrates 25 years of, of being on air? Yeah. You you have that, you have that you have that leniency. For what? You have that leniency to tell Universal, yo, Roman's not about to be on this, not about to be on this show. Okay. And Universal can be like, okay, nigga, we've been here before there was a Roman Reigns on this show. Yeah, you sure. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like sure. we've been here before. We but they they're also gonna be like, all right, ratings. They they're look they're looking at the ratings. They're saying, all right, to make this work. We need somebody. Nothing you else know? on you. Nothing else on USA gets over two. I, I can. I don't. And, and this is just me off the top. So raw period is going to get a two point five, and that's because when you mm-hmm. when you split the rosters up, then AJ can move to raw. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's going. You know what I mean? AJ can move to raw. Maybe we can have okay. uh, you know Finn stills on raw. Yeah. Still on raw. Uh, KO's probably still on Raw, maybe. Then that comes like the worker show, and then the Fox becomes like the, the spectacle show. Exactly. And they can just flip-flop it because they got to get eyeballs on Fox. All right. So, you know what I mean? Now you have a Ronda on Fox. You have a Roman Reigns on Fox. To Imagine, you got to think about it. Fox is on NFL. Hey, tune in to Friday Night SmackDown to see Roman Reigns uh-huh. and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but WWE. I think what I think we're missing. We're not uh, gonna we're not gonna say tune in to Fox to see uh, who's on who who's who, AJ Finn Shinsuke Kira. Nakamura. I, no, I think that would be great. Personally, Shinsuke's but gonna I just move to Raw. I'm just saying what I think is logically there. How they think of it because WWE has a relationship with USA. They've never like, had. Back. They've never had nobody give them a billion dollars. I know. Dollars. I know. But they have a relationship with USA. Exactly. That's what, for his, again. This is what I'm saying. Logic and business. They have a relationship with USA to say, okay, nigga, relax. We're gonna get eyeballs on your network on Monday night all because right. that's what we've been doing for the but past 25 years. But they also want to grease their palms and like, alright, we're going to give you a Ronda on Raw. No, you know, they don't they might, they, that's, I think that's how they got a billion dollars for Fox. Okay. You don't get... Listen, listen, USA already got the contract for Raw. They've already been in bed with WWE. Ronda already has been on network television for USA. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't even have to be probably presented to them. I see. So they're not pitching it as like... They, uh, yeah, they, you know, they're not going to say, hey, for the next four years, you're going to get Ronda Rousey on USA television. Okay. And again, it's their product. They give... It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. They're, you know what I mean? That's yeah. their, their under... Because I, I look at it like they... One of John Cena on Raw. That's why you'll see him. That's why when he was on SmackDown, they had to change it and say, "Oh, he's a free think agent." They, I don't think they, you know? they, they, they. I don't think it's necessarily USA wanted a John Cena on Raw. I think John Cena just boost that number for a quarter. You got it's also numbers for that quarter hour. Okay. You know what I mean, or that half hour, okay. or that hour segment. Okay. If it's a if it's a free agent John Cena coming on Raw to challenge Undertaker on Raw, you're gonna want to tune in. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, but I think I'm just saying, I'm not saying that USA is saying it. 
I'm just saying that how they look at it in terms of where USA to get that 2.5 consistent, you know? And maybe they're the fine two point, now. I think that, <laughs> nigga, obviously they're fine yeah, now. Yeah, I guess they're fine they're now. They're super fine now. Uh-huh. And again, like but I they said. Didn't, they, didn't keep, they didn't keep SmackDown. So it wasn't like. They didn't keep SmackDown because I think, again, so when you. And it, it goes back to creating stars. It goes back to creating buzz. They got 18 months to make Sasha a main player. They got 18 months to move Shinsuke Nakamura on Raw, to move AJ Styles on Raw. Because once you move them off of SmackDown to Raw, you're going to move those people who watch SmackDown to Raw automatically. So you're going to get those eyeballs. And then once you move Roman Reigns to SmackDown, you're going to get those people who went to watch Raw to watch SmackDown. So it's just going to be a vice versa effect. It's going to be crazy because I'm really curious to see how it happens because there's so many variables. Because it it may work that way where Raw still is on top. But if Fox lets people let loose and they go with this, you know, little edgier kind of image with a Roman and Ronda on the same show, oh, my God, I would love to see what they could do on on Fox. So I'm I'm curious to see that happening. That would be super dope. Um, I don't think that they just got – I don't think Fox just got SmackDown. You know, Mm -hmm. I think they got something to where they have that void of a Ronda to get those extra numbers, uh, to have a sports show or sports X show. uh, And I think they might have a a pay-per-view or, you know what I mean, take one of those network specials and put it on Fox. Did you tell me it was uh, $250 million every year for five years? Uh, or for four years, two hundred five. It's like two hundred five for five for years. Five, five years. Okay, that's a billion. Um, that's that's crazy, man. Um, so yeah, maybe there's a talking smack on FS1. Maybe it's a talking smack. Maybe they do a sport. You know, maybe they have a sports con. And like I said, Ron, that's why I brought the business up. Having Ronda and Shayna Baszler after having Fox having UFC. It still kind of also fills that void for those who wanted yeah, combat sports yeah. or who wanted that legitimacy in sports. So if yeah. you have people who recognize Ric Flair's name, like, oh, Ric Flair has a daughter. Oh, Ric Flair's daughter is about to fight Ronda Rousey. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and just having promos of woos and, yeah. and Ronda's like, I'm about to rip your, your yeah. bleeping arm off. Bitch. That's why I hate that fucking segment or that fucking like red carpet shit where they had Charlotte say, "Oh, this is gonna be great." Oh, oh Rhonda and Nia, woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah, everybody's happy. Everybody's <laughs> best friends. Let's go, Rhonda Rousey, Nia Jackson. I'm just here for whatever reason. Woo, like it's just the most cringy. Uh, why they do that? Why that's, that's how that's not how you set up this program. Even if you want to do it on a red carpet. You could do it, or so they can breaking news. They should have had her approach her while she's talking to somebody else that was not WWE for one, and they should have. So they're like, "Oh snap!" My Jax just you know said some shit randomly. So so it looks spontaneous, and they should have had it like um, a little bit more like. So do you want this title or not? Kind of like how you projected it with uh, per- portrayed it with Nia saying, "I want to fight you." Yeah, I want. You want the title or not? You want the title or not? Because it was like it was a little bit too cheesy, friendly, kind of like you know. Patty cake, gumdrops, rainbows. And honestly, talk. if they did it like that and cut it up and wanted to use that in Total Divas to portray Nia, just like, listen, I, you know, I want to submit my legacy too. Ronda uh-huh. came in as exactly. the big shot, high shot. I'm the champion. I think I deserve those 
you know, I think I deserve that 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 shine. And so if I can knock off Ronda Rousey and be the the girl to give Ronda her first loss ever, then I I'm I'm forever legitimized. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's character yeah, development. Absolutely. You know, and that's not me being a heel. That's uh-huh. not me being an asshole. And I think it's getting that's Nia me. over too. It's getting yeah. Nia over as somebody who's big, smart, and can she? Who and, wants and longevity in the business? Yeah, yeah, you know. And she has a dynasty and a family to to live up to. You know, so it just gives her something you can latch onto as a viewer, saying, "Oh man, I get this character. I like this character." The Rock's motto was "Just bring it." You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not being a heel. Like yeah, you know, John exactly. Cena. If you want some, come, come get, get some. It. You know what I mean? Nia is like, "Yo, I'm champ. What's good?" Yeah. Like I said, uh, I, I I think. Business-wise, they're obviously doing fantastic. And again, we're just having logical conversations of what possibly could happen. We're, we know that WWE has an agenda, and we're going to be around and along for the ride. Uh, you know, So please don't take everything we're saying to, to heart. Um, unlike some people who are just super invested. Yeah. You know, we're, we're invested, but, you know... It's it's whatever to us. We I'm 28. My man CT's 30. You know we've been watching WWE for a long time. So a baby. Yeah, I don't think we're going anywhere thus far because we're smarter. Obviously, we're dumb enough to still watch. This. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, like I said, we didn't have a review on review, so there yeah, will no be takes no, on no takes, takes on week. takes this week. Um, yeah, yeah, I think shout so. out to people not saying dumb. Yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out to people not saying anything stupid. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> um, our book in black, we we squeezed that in there. Uh, shout out to Titus O'Neil. Before we finish, let me, let me just say something about Bobby real quick. All right. Uh, the promo he did on Raw, I really uh, think that it was a good promo. He just, he just deleted all that sister shit and just started from this. Me and you got a problem. Let's settle it kind of thing with, with Sammy. If that's where you're going, like, just start from that point because it was actually a decent promo from both him and Sammy and and from Bobby especially because I thought he was going to come out maybe. I give credit where credit is due. Yeah, that was a that was that was good damage control by the company, especially during the Memorial Day. Day, Yes, yes, you know that was great, great, great use of Bobby Lashley. Um, So yeah, tune in to next week. Yeah, Um, or we'll be here for our regular scheduled programming uh, after we do. After we watch our and consume our wrestling, uh, don't um, uh, miss don't the next miss the episode. next uh, the next character spotlight. Yes, yes. Um, Bray Wyatt. Will, two point five. Bray Wyatt. We're here. We're here. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Reasonable Wrestling. You can find us there. We're also Reasonable Wrestling on SoundCloud. Check out the Pendant Panda as yeah, I love it. Pending Panda. The Pendant Panda. Um, pending Panda. Pending Panda. Yeah. <laughs> give us a comment. Uh, like the page. Uh, give us a, a view. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving.